Welcome to the bonus round. This is a chance for us to bring you some additional Vegas content, not a part of the usual show. 360 Vegas Reviews is our opportunity to look a little more in depth at all things Vegas and share the experience with you. Today, we are discussing Beatles Love. Calling Beatles Love by Cirque du Soleil the best show in Vegas is a bit misleading because it implies two things. First, that supremacy is even up for debate, and second, that this statement could in some way be an opinion. Beatles Love is neither. The only item that could be mused about, for entertainment purposes only, mind you, is whether or not that it's the greatest show in the history of ever. I would reiterate that the answer is clearly yes, but to do so would be tantamount to calling you an idiot, and we don't have idiots that listen to our show or at least you demonstrate your willingness to be less of an idiot by listening. So now that's out of the way, let's proceed. Cirque's fifth show in the Vegas market, and their first using music from an individual artist showcasing their catalog, and in some cases their history, set up shop at the Mirage in 2009 and was an instant success. So much so that it became the template for every Cirque show that came after it, until the touring show Zarkana replaced the failed Viva Elvis show. The show is in the round, complete with sensory immersion from the speakers in the seat headrest to video screens to the stage that transforms right in front of you during the show. It's an experience to be had from the diehard to the most casual Beatles fan. Karen and I had the opportunity to check out Beatles Love again in the spring of 2014, and here's what we thought. So Karen and I just spoke of the often referred to Oh, we, we just spoke up. We just spoke up. Is that what we did? We just talked about it. Hey, we let's record that we just talked about it. <laughs> oh, this is going to start it's off well, a, isn't it? Do you, do you, uh, hold on. Let's see if we set the stage. Otherwise, I'll set it. He's loved. <laughs> Beatles love. This is not a fair review. Really not a fair review. It is a fair review because it, we, six Fia, we're not sure it. how many yeah. times we've seen it, but this is the first time we made the effort to see it as close as we possibly could. We got second. All right, so we're going to get right into it. So we got to set the stage. Yeah. This was the end of our spring 2014 trip, mm -hmm. and it started off with Karen going <laughs> to visit her her favorite chef on the planet. Well, we both did. We both what? <clears throat> Went to visit him. It wasn't just me. Oh well, right. <laughs> Karen didn't just wander off, but we yeah. So so before the show, we had reservations for dinner at Tom Colicchio's Heritage Steakhouse, which had just opened in the Mirage. Yeah, and, and while we were. When we first sat down for dinner, you're like, I wonder if we could get tickets to, to love. Because we were there. We weren't planning on going. Right. And I'm like, yeah, okay, go ahead, go check. So you actually got up and left. Was it before we ordered? Or right no, after we ordered? No, way. Yeah, it would have had to have been after. It was like right after we ordered, you got up and went to the ticket window and came back with second row seats. Yeah, because I'm thinking... For that, there, for like the, the yeah, first show that night. There are no shitty seats in this place, for one. And that's no bullshit. We literally stayed or, or sat in the shittiest seats that they have, and they're fantastic. So it was it was really when we were like, oh, last-minute seats, like, doesn't matter what we get. If we can get in there, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Could not fucking believe that they had second row, which is something we had talked about doing forever. We've enjoyed it in many different... We won't ruin the show for you, but there is a very specific part of the show that, depending on where you sit, is very different. Yeah, it is. And the nosebleed seats, I argue, is 
the better. far better version yeah. of it. But it's still a, 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 it's a, an it's experience a sensory to experience, be had, yeah. yeah. Uh, to be when you're down in, low, yeah, in, in in the lower seats. So, Karen um, fangirled out in a way that I've never seen <laughs> before. Like she's chit chatting with the fucking. But we're gonna talk about that when we review Heritage, right? I mean, we'll we'll cover that. I, I, but, I think. But oh, let's I totally just did. Tom. Uh, Tom, I fell in love with Tom Flickio. Watching Top Chef, right. obviously. I just, I, I love his approach to demeanor. He's got a bald head, which for me, you know, is a, a big turn on. But I've never eaten at any of his restaurants. I don't know why. I don't know why I haven't. Even the ones in Vegas, right. I never had. And so, yeah, going to Heritage that night, I was like geeked out She's the entire time. She's taking fucking selfies with the goddamn waiters. It was. It, oh yeah, they let me back, back, back behind to look at the grills and all that kind of the wood, <laughs> the wood burning. Lost, she lost girls that they cooked the steaks on. Oh yeah, it was great. Right. It was great. So then, yeah, it turned into like an epic night for me because I had like one of the best meals I've ever had and at you know my fangirl restaurant whatever and then we got to go second row seats to love so it was an awesome day the only me. place I've ever seen you do it worse was when we saw Carson backstage no 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 not Carson oh no, Carson yeah. you were the same Carson you were kind of Carson the same Presley. yeah um, specifically because he complimented you and well, you just, he just lost caught your me shit off guard because yeah. we turned around and he was there so I was just and like and then right on. away he's like oh you look so chic and you're just like Ew. I'm like Carson called me Jake <laughs> yeah I know. But, that was geeky. But no, but when no, we went backstage one, yeah, when for you corn, were in corn, you were like... I couldn't talk. Just dead silent. <laughs> like, oh my God, he's right there. Well, it wasn't... Tom Colicchio wasn't there. So that was well, part yeah, of the reason why... lost your shit. Yeah, I, I would have I probably been... Worse. All right, so... But we're, we're digressing here well, massively. So, uh, so is the format of this <laughs> entire concept. <laughs> the only other thing that you need to know, other than having a fantastic meal, we're having a phenomenal night in Vegas. We're lit. Yeah. I mean, Karen... With, I got my own little personal bottle of oh, wine yeah, at the restaurant. she lost her shit there. Uh, just fucking everything. It was like, can I get this? Like, babe, this is your... Oh, I, always I went, wanted to do this, so I'm I like, splurged. whatever it is you want. There is no price tag I give a shit about. Whatever you want, Every get once it. in a while, you let me do that. And, she, and I, I go yeah, balls oh, out. Yeah, Balls out, yeah. Hardcore. <laughs> so we're both lit. But in that way, you're like, man, this is... Awesome. <laughs> Which I'm sure you'll hear oh, in our voices here in a second. I love you guys so much. I love the show. I love Vegas. And I lo <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, oh my God, it's kind of like Olaf in Frozen. Just loves everything. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how much crap you're going to give about doing a Frozen reference. <laughs> Doesn't seem to fit with your personality, but very true. So before we get into this, Alistair, um, so how many, how many times have you seen Love? I have never seen Love, I'm afraid. I'm sorry, what? I've never seen it. You're British. <laughs> That's. You're. Uh, I'm gonna tell the Queen. <laughs> it's the Beatles. It's. It, it, you, yeah. it seems like it should yep, be a it's, requirement it's, when you go over. Yeah. Well, my my dad was a very big big Beatles fan, and uh, he went to see one of their concerts, and he said he didn't hear a thing because of all the screaming. Oh, wow. oh yeah. So. <laughs> I, I don't doubt that. That's why actually we don't. Mark and I actually do like some pop music. We don't go to any pop concerts anymore because you can't hear anything. Yeah, it's just and I'm sure the Beatles ass. were even worse way back in the day. So I get that. But there's no screaming girlies at the love show. Well, there is. However, the volume is controlled properly so that way you hear everything else. That's more background. It, it is. It is. It's true. We, you have to, you've got to fix this the next time you go to Vegas, Alistair. Wow. Yeah, it's, it, I think Vegas shows for me, it's kind of on the lower list of it's when, when everything else is exhausted. Oh my Maybe God. I'll think about doing a ticks for tonight or something. So it's kind of <laughs> so disappointed. Just just when I thought, you know, kindred spirit. I thought he was going to be the perfect uh, co-host for reviews. Uh, Apparently I'm not. Rethinking everything yep. now. 
it's like we, we have a thing called the, the West End in London. So it's like if you want to see a show, it's on your doorstep. So going to Vegas to see a show is something I can do here. So it's kind of not 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 top priority. Ah, so but you, you can't can see you can't see Cirque. Yeah, come on. Oh, we you have need... we have Cirque at the the uh, Royal Albert Hall. But There's a not touring the show. Beatles at the Beatles love oh. Cirque. I would love to go see something at the Royal Albert Hall. <laughs> That'd be so cool. It, it's not the same. I mean, I understand like Tony and Tina's wedding, which I still scares the crap out of me. You know, Phantom, any of those yeah, that are live Jersey Boys, shows. I get that. Yeah. If you can see those there, why go to see them in Vegas? Totally understand that. Beatles love is so unique. You can't, and it might be Cirque, because again, Mark doesn't like Cirque no. in general. Loves this show. Although so. we are going to give Ka a shot. Now I'm that so excited. Now that they put that, that death scene back in there, I'll go, I'll go see it. It's but. not the death scene. It's the finale. It just happened to be that somebody well, right. died once when they were doing right. it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they officially call it. I don't think they do either. That's it's why not, I was trying to clarify. It's going to be in the playbill. <laughs> and the next scene. The death right. scene. The death scene. <laughs> in memory so is, of. is there like a display saying like 90 days since our last fatality? <laughs> Like one of those safety work things where it's like how many days without uh, a work accident or workers' comp claim or something. That's awesome. Exactly. Now, now do you think instead of doing like the real fast descends, they're going down like real slow, like like, like you have the climbers on rocks that kind of bounce off real gently. We're just going to sort of ease our way down the stage. Like this doesn't seem exciting at all. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we have lots of thoughts. We're liquored up. Let's hear more. Row, which is almost a completely different show. Yeah, it's, oh <laughs> I mean, God, I uh, obviously show. not a different show. It's still the same show, but but you see stuff that you didn't see the first time around. You see subtleties. You see emotion, and they interact with you. Like they they know they're fully aware how immersive this is, and like a lot of eye contact with these with these characters. It's. Which I normally would freak you out. Right. Well, but it's, it's Beatles, and but I've seen But they also the don't so necessarily, times. like, come into the audience. No, right. They don't so. do anything like, oh, just come and dance with this. It's just kind of like whatever it is that they're, you know, whatever part of the show. Because there is something of a thematic storyline to this. A at least if it's only, what, what do you call them? Abstract. Well, abstract as well as um, um, miniatures. They're just, just tiny... Uh, 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 I want to say Marquettes. It's not fucking Marquettes. I don't know. Vignettes? Vignettes, yes! <laughs> Quality. <laughs> but yeah, Thank uh, you, Alistair. So you get into, like, like there's one specific thing where uh, something, they do George Harrison something, mm -hmm. and it's all about a guy kind of chasing a girl, and, like, you see him. He's heartbroken at times, you know, and he'll just kind of, you know, mope around, look at you, and you're yeah, like, you, wow. You could see the facial expressions clearly, and they were totally into the music, which I think is one of the things that we hated so much about Viva Elvis, because we sat close enough in that, and I just remember I, I watching remember, the yeah. performers, like, half-assing it yeah, for like that. Yeah, like, they weren't so. into it at all, just kind of, like, you know, doing what they're doing, kind of glancing over, like, can I get off now? Yeah, just, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. All right, more. Whatever. You see, like, these performers are, they're Smiling emotions. Smiling at you and, like, giving you thumbs up. And or or their hearts are broken or they play dead. You're like, really stuck on... there's a lot of heart that goes in. Yeah, that I one. So you're stuck on that broken heart well, thing, that, aren't that you? That one apparently really had, a, really had an impact on Apparently. Me. As much of a prick as I am, I am somewhat of a softie, specifically when it comes to you and or... Dogs. Oh, well, yeah, dogs. D Jesus Christ, I can't. Like that fucking animal <laughs> Everybody vet hospital else thing. Everybody really could give a shit. That, that's pretty that's much. so true. I can, my heart will melt at a dog, I, but I'm a giant prick to most humans. Yeah. Just not falling acrobats. Not Just falling. Yeah, I know. That I'm like, I got to see this. <laughs> 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 it 
it's true. Literally, like humans walk by and I, I try to not make eye contact, but we could be out in an amusement park and any kind of social, like large gathering setting, see a dog every single time I see him, I'm like, puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew Mark had a heart? Right. Okay, sorry. Right, more. Into this show, so much that we thought seeing the show in the front row or whatever would be like, here is the coup de gras, it'll never get better than this. Then we can see it wherever we want. We're like, no. okay, about 20 minutes in, we're like, okay, well, we have to do this again. <laughs> uh, yeah, we will. You know what's funny? I realized the way I sound on here is pretty much the way, at least all last summer, I sounded on virtually every show and review. <laughs> Yeah, the summer trip was was rough. No, I don't um, mean I don't mean the summer trip. I mean this summer here with, uh, or maybe it was the summer before. I don't know. Did I, I had trouble this summer, didn't I, with the drinking? Mm, that didn't really kick in until we went to Vegas. That's when you were really well, in trouble. It's with this it. trip, or no, it's not this trip. It wasn't this trip. It was one after. There was one where we were staying at Monte Carlo. That's the one where literally we're doing the review the day after everything changed. Yeah. Well, so that was after this because Monte Carlo was in the summer. Right. Right. For fall. Fall, because of G2E. Yeah, you sure? Yeah. They all run together. I can't tell. All right, more. <laughs> Fantastic show. I think, hands down, not only the best Cirque du Soleil show in Vegas, the best show in Vegas, and so let's just throw on top of that that you happen to be a Beatles fan. I said all those things, and you're not a Beatles fan. If you're a you Beatles fan, to, if it, yeah, if you are, this is yeah. a must-see. Yep. yep. Do you believe me, Alistair? I think I made it pretty clear there that your offense is offensive. <laughs> I think you were pretty emphatic about how much you, you love your Beatles. That's right. <laughs> well, and we do have to clarify. So Mark's dad was a huge Beatles fan growing up, when he was growing up. I hated him when I was a kid. And, and yeah, so Mark hated him when he was a kid because his dad played it all the time and Mark never listened to him. And I don't know what happened when, when it was when the anthology came out. Oh, it was. Yeah, That's and they were they were kind of, of re-releasing everything, and then you started because you were working in the music store. Well, I was always and, at, well, no, no, I wasn't working in the music store at that time, but I was because we were still at college at that time. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. It was early on. We've been together for so long that they all yeah, the dates we, we were together. still in college, but it was because I remember I bothered, I, I borrowed my father's. I, I always liked, even though I wouldn't admit it to my father. Or, or at least if I did, it was very passingly, you know. But I always really liked Abbey Road and Sgt. Pepper's. Like, from the beginning, I got them. And, of course, all their early stuff, you know, you can't so really my, my you can't parents, get away from that shit. Yeah, my parents are older than yours and probably more like, it, I'm guessing, closer to Alistair's dad's age. Because my mom loved their early stuff, like more of the bubblegum pop kind of thing. And then once they... Again, considering my mother, once they went a little more new age and into drugs and that kind of stuff, that's when she, you know, quit listening to them. So I, I don't only, know if new I age only, is the right word, but I know well, where you're going. Well, they went hippie. I know exactly. And what you're the saying. drugs and all that other kind of stuff, which I'm sure they were doing either, early on. But I know exactly what you mean. When they went to the, see the Harry Krishna or whoever the hell it was. <laughs> the Harry Krishna. <laughs> Harry Krishna. Whatever. <laughs> So, I, I mean, I knew a lot of their early stuff, and it wasn't until right. you, like, at some point became obsessed with them and started playing You're right. It was the stuff. anthology thing that did it. Yeah. Because I remember specifically asking my father if I could borrow Sgt. Pepper's and the, the Abbey Road, and it, that just started me one after another after another. Now I and virtually... You know, for the most part, I really like their entire catalog. Oh, There's yeah. a couple... Some whatever the album was where they had the country western song and a couple of weird things in there that I was just like, okay, that, that's done. But for the most part, all you gotta do is act naturally. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
And hence the reason I don't like it. I don't care if we live in the Mid-South. I am still not a country music Yeah, fan. well, and then there's like Revolution 9 was just like, I, I love what it was, how experimental and crazy it is. Yeah. Can't listen to it. It's horrifying. So, yeah, it's not, I mean, it's not like you've been a, a lifelong Beatles fan, but it was something that you discovered later. And, yeah, you know, I usually, as, as usual, you forced me to listen to it. So I'm kind of along for the ride. So. <laughs> Well, there you go. <laughs> what about your experiences with the music? How how has this not affected you in the same way? I mean, I can't imagine what it's got to be like to live in London and not fucking like. Is it like? Yes, we get it. The greatest fucking band ever. Whatever, we get it. <laughs> uh, I guess so. We, we're we're so spoiled over here. Yeah. You know, we we produce the greatest music in the world. So. <laughs> <laughs> how far are you from Abbey Road? About half an hour. Oh. It's a few miles away. It's oh, they, yeah, they, they, the, the drivers around Abbey Road love people just crossing that zebra crossing backwards <laughs> and forwards. Well, and you know, stopping the traffic. And yeah, trying to have somebody take a picture of it. Right, exactly. Like, Karen and I have always been really aware of ourselves as far as we don't want to inconvenience other people. So we're the kind of people that, you know, look both ways, no traffic's going on, like, get out there, go, 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 take a picture, take a picture. Whereas the majority of Americans would just, I, oh, hold on, I got to focus here. Like when there's fucking cars coming, like, wait. Like, <laughs> I'm in the crosswalk. Yes, but you're standing in the right. crosswalk and you're not crossing. <laughs> get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised more people haven't been run over on that crossing. <laughs> well, I'm sure people, especially that go through there all the time, are so sick of it. It, it would be different if, you know, just to If it casual, was in America, it would well, happen. Well, yeah, it would, probably. But it would be different if somebody that wasn't familiar with the area and just happened to be walking through went, oh, look, there's Abbey Road. But if you travel that way every day, I am sure you get to that crossing and they're like, I'm just I'm going to kill try to the next person. It, unless there is no other option. Like, it's, it's stupid for me to have to go all the way around. Fine, I'll just go. No, I think it's fairly avoidable, but, uh, yeah, it's not something you really want to drive down. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we have more. It's, Bucket list. So, um, I've seen other Cirque shows. Yeah. Uh, this is the only one that I've seen multiple times. There's only one other one that I would see multiple times, which they cut out the best part. So, we're going to wait a little while before it comes back on, and I take... She's talking about Ka, if that wasn't clear. Oh, by the way, Brandy wants to go see uh, Michael Jackson. Okay. Yeah. She can do that. Oh, I thought for sure you would want to be a part of it. I'll go see it again, but it depends on how much crap we can get in that week. Yeah. Brandy's his six sister, folks. Oh, oh yeah, FYI. And, and if you guys haven't figured this out, so 360 Vegas Vacation. I don't know if you talked about this on the show. Oh, yeah, she's okay. coming. All right, yeah, she's going to be she, there. It's, it's official now. She is coming. Like, before it was like, she's probably going to come. Like, it looks like she's coming. She's fucking coming. Yeah. Things have been booked. It's, she's it's coming. It's going to be interesting. It's going to happen. Yeah. Now, she won't be there for the pool day, though. They couldn't afford. They have four fucking kids. They couldn't afford to pay the ridiculous room rates. That I will never ask any of you to ever do again. Yeah, yeah no. But unfortunately, that's that's what we're dealing with at this point. So yeah, she can't afford to do that. But yeah, so, it's going to be interesting to, to do some reviews and stuff. Well, gonna we're going to get wild that night that she's there. So it's yeah, it's going to it's going to be yeah. a good time. <laughs> All right, more. You to see it again. Um, this show is just ridiculous. There's so much going on at any given point in time. Whether you're sitting in the expensive seats. There is no bad seat. No. FYI, there is no bad seat. And even where... We're, we're, in, we're emphatic about We that. really aren't <laughs> exaggerating, though. Like, you hear shit like that all the time. I think the Coliseum's another one. I don't think there's a bad seat in the Coliseum. Well, the difference is, I think, with this show, and I don't know if I'm going to say it, so I could be, you know, trumping all over it. The difference is... 
it's such there's so much going on. There really is. There's a shit when, ton when going you're, on. When you're way up high. We've seen it five times. I still don't think that I, we've seen everything. No, because every time we're like, I've never seen that before. Yeah. Maybe they're swapping it out. I don't know. I'm right. But <laughs> you're so up high that you kind of get this broad view of the entire stage. And so it's really kind of a big, um, well, big picture. As soon as you versus, walk in, you're like, Holy shit. Yeah, and then but then when you get down lower, even in the middle, it's a little more focused and then when you're, you know, right down front like we were this time, the details are what pop up at you that yeah. you just didn't see before. So it's uh, yeah, it's it's in a very impressive show. There's no point. So like if I, I would, think about uh, I would almost encourage you to get the cheapest seats that you can get and if you like it more, then spend more and come back and see it again. Yeah, but I think the difference of um so if I think about oh, which is the other big you know, Cirque show in Vegas that everybody loves and you have to go see. There are some parts in O that are so freaking boring. You just want to shoot yourself. (laughs) Um, And and there's some really impressive things that they do, but it's not as immersive. This is so big and on top of you. And it's, yeah, it's amazing. The effect where, depending where you're sitting. Shut up, shut up, shut up. It's amazing regardless. (laughs) Although... You knew I wasn't going to ruin it. I, you were lit. There was a chance that you were going to ruin it. This, it is. You could tell by the fact that I was pausing. Yeah. I said whether you're sitting low or high, there's an effect. Whether you're sitting low or high, it's different. And I, I can almost guarantee you that's what I'm going to say here. I, I would. I would love to share this with you folks, but it's so good that I can't. I cannot do that to you. That listen, I'm a fucking dick. I'm not. I'm not that much of a dick. I'm not. I'm not ruining it. Well, it's you a, also never amazing. wanted to ruin, you know, surprises at Christmas and that kind of stuff. So that is true. I, I was the kind of kid that when my sister's like, I know where mom and dad are hiding the gifts. Like, so don't ruin it. <laughs> oh. Whereas I would be the one to go and look for the gifts. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's amazing. Regardless, we're not going to get is. any further than that. It is it's not going to get any I, further. I'm not going to say now where my preferences. We cannot whatever. recommend it enough. Beatles fan, not a Beatles fan, doesn't it's fucking best matter. Best you show. have to see best this show. Show ever. What a great outro. That was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently I need to be lit in Vegas more often. Right? Awesome. So you're quite indifferent about this performance then? Right. Yeah, you know, it really, really could take or leave right. it. Yeah. <laughs> if you've got some time to kill. Yeah. <laughs> Only if you get the tickets for free or comped or something. And it's a, you know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So tell us about this show that you've not seen, surprisingly, Alistair. Okay. So for the production, the location is at the Mirage. If you walk into the main entrance, past the atrium, it's straight ahead in the back of the property, past the cages and the poker room. Its runtime is approximately 90 minutes. There are two performances nightly, Thursday through Monday, 7 and 9.30 p.m., dark on Tuesday and Wednesdays. Tickets will run you between fifty and two hundred dollars. Jesus, fifty dollars for that show! Oh, I know. How do we not go every trip when it's only fifty bucks? Because you have that's, a shitload of stuff you want to do. Yeah, that's usually how it is. See, and that's where I can I can understand where what Alex was talking about is. I literally have a checklist of shit that I want to do every trip, and it's like, how do you go as often as you do, and yet you have so many things that you want to do? I'm like, I don't know what I do. Don't judge me. But- but I think $50 sounds like a deal. So if I can get a ticket for $50, then uh, it may be on the next to-do list. I'm going to hold you to that, sir. Hell, if we're there, I'll go with you. What? Well, okay, well, now <laughs> if we're doing this, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay, theater is in the round, and seating has built-in surround sound speakers in the headrests. The lobby and gift shop are a must-see, especially for fans of the band. Oh, I can't agree with that enough either, because that ha- we literally every trip, 
that we do every single trip. I walk through the gift shop? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not only is it cool, but it's got awesome Beatles shit. I got on um, Beatles martini glasses. Yes, you did. They were I, in I have, I have both. I had to carry him back on the plane right. <laughs> so they didn't break. I have I have literally a Beatles uh, shooter. We've got T-shirts. It's uh, Yeah, we love we're, that we're feeding into the Paul, Sir Paul McCartney and... And all the rest of their Mr. Uh, Mr. Stars and their their children. Their children's is funds. Yeah, we're we're paying in. <laughs> right. <laughs> they also have a gaming area just outside where you can gamble and enjoy the music of the Beatles. Oh, but not as much anymore. It, used, took, to be, it used to be all like a video poker bank. I, I think they still play all the music right now. It's just I a bunch of different do, yeah. slot machines it's, and shit. But it's my slots. god, that had the shitty like hands down. In all of my trips to Vegas, the worst win percentage I have is in the Beatles Love area where when they had all of When it used to be video poker, yeah. Still played there more than any place. Before Cosmopolitan existed, still played there more than any other place. And I would say it's only a close second to Cosmopolitan at this point. Yeah. And just didn't matter. Because, oh, my, it was phenomenal. You're just singing along, tapping your feet. You couldn't help <laughs> doesn't yourself. doesn't matter. You're losing money. And I know. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure that's why they do it. I'm sure. <laughs> They do offer a VIP experience, which includes an exclusive look at the inner workings of the show, VIP seating, a 45-minute backstage tour, a gift bag with a commemorative program, and an exclusive Cirque Insider access gift for the reasonable price of $250. Oh, guess what we're doing next trip? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Sign me up for that one. Hells, yes. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the theme and music. Whilst at first glance there appears to be something of a storyline about love, war, and innocence, however, Cirque has shared that there is at least a small thematic subtext. That is this being the band's last concert. Did you have any idea about that? No, I, I didn't. D now, Even now, in all the behind-the-scenes stuff now that, that we've we watched, seen it. We, we have the DVD. Now, too. And we've seen it so many times. Knowing that, do you do you get that? Um, no. I don't think so. If I'm really looking, I could go... <laughs> This is like, if the Beatles could do anything, and they're like, this is our last performance, anything. Just very, very thinly, though. <laughs> and only because they said it, and I'm desperately searching for it. <laughs> yeah, and I will say this. One of the cool things they do, and I think we'll talk about this here in a second, it's such a mashup of their music. They take songs That's that were not... things ever. Like two songs that they did in, in two different decades and mash them together in a way that just makes perfect yeah, sense. Yeah, I think we do talk about that. Read on, Alistair. Okay. So the show is comprised of elements from 130 individual commercially released and demo recordings of Beatles songs, remastered and mashed together by original producer Sir George Martin and his son Giles. And that's, yeah, it, it's Absolute, amazing. I, and, and stunning. I mean, it's so good. Oh, my God, it's so good. Like, I never really got into the mashups. I mean, other than your standard hip-hop productions of stuff where they grab an old pop song from the 80s and then throw something in and be like, yeah, okay. But when they were doing hardcore mashups, I mean, not that there was anything wrong with it. I just never really got into it. This was brilliant. Well, because it doesn't it doesn't come across as a mashup. Well, no. The way they put yes. it together, it sounds like a comprehensive, comprehensive song. So that's... Yeah. You know, I think that's why. Absolutely. It's not like you took this one thing that had nothing to do with this other thing and tried to force them together. Yeah. It, it doesn't. No, totally. And, and the other thing um, that isn't really highlighted in here, they took, like, the original track recordings. Oh, that's right. And, and pulled apart. So, again, when they were all done on 8-track, so nowadays, you know, they'll record. Not even just 8-track, 4-track originally. Four track. 
but they'll now you know now they'll record each piece individually and then put the song together they didn't do that back then they had to and i wonder if you remember this they had to and this was because of not just the anniversary that was coming up with the beatles but when they were working on beatles rock band the only way that you can do that game is if you have individual tracks. Right. So they had to invent technology. Yeah, to pull it apart. To pull them apart that they originally used for this production yeah. and then were able to use for this. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're if you're a music fan or geek at all, just... just and, and we, again, there's a, a behind a this is DVD all, all about the making of love and, and, and it goes through this whole process and you I get to see You know it. what I realized? I still don't have the remastered... When they came out that remastered box set where they did that, separated all of them, remastered them, put them back together to that. You're slacking. Oh, fuck yeah, I'm slacking. We like the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Alistair. Please continue. Yes. Okay. All of the music comes from the original master tracks, except for a strings addition to an alternate take of George Harrison's While My Guitar Gently Weeps. However, even that was written and conducted by George Martin. Did you know that? Yeah, because yeah. I've seen the behind the scenes. I didn't know if you remembered it. And it's beautiful. I've never, I've heard the song before. Uh, the version of it that's in there is just gorgeous. Yeah. Well, and Beautiful. if you remember, Olivia, his his second wife or whatever, objected to it at first. She thought because it's just an acoustic version of him singing that song. I mean, yeah. everybody who knows it has Eric Clapton, you know, jamming, uh, you know, on electric and all that. I mean, it's it's. But this was an acoustic version. It was like his. I think it was his demo version of the song. And then they added these strings to it, and she's like, it's just too intimate. It's too too revealing or whatever and like oh, that's what makes it so great yeah, it's amazing it's, beautiful. it's absolutely, absolutely beautiful hands down the best version of that song ever oh it's oh, amazing the band was very much involved with the development and evolution of the show since George and John aren't with us anymore those that spent their lives with them represented their voices during the creative process and they did yeah in they a, did in a big bad way I, I highly recommend if you enjoy the show to watch that like do you remember there was an original scene for come together yeah that was quite sexual yes it was and it Yoko was really was charged infuriated Yoko was like you're not doing it she's like this is not well because I, apparently there was a sexual almost like an orgy concept to it yeah and she's like this is supposed to be a coming together of spirituality of, of po politics of, of people you're not gonna make it look like that you know and th they were like Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. They had an oh fucking, shit moment because yes. she was, yeah, she didn't, she hated it yeah. completely. It was interesting to watch Paul and George um, because they all, you know, previewed the show. And, Paul and, and Ringo. I'm sorry, yeah, Paul and Ringo. They all got to, to preview the show and put their two cents in. And those two guys were like, yeah, this is great. I love this. And it was, it was the widows or ex wives. So it was Yoko and, and George's second wife that were really the ones that were pushing back and offered the you, critiques. But, it, you know. Think about you defending my legacy. Defending the show? Oh, please. Like, yeah, he, was, he was a foul-mouthed little piece of... All right. Yeah, I, know, I got it. But. Show, God damn it. <laughs> Let's say I made something nearly <laughs> as great as these fucking guys. <laughs> I know you would be as well, yeah. protective and, and... Because nobody... I mean, nobody knows you better than I do. Right, and exactly. And so I would have to think if I looked at something and said Mark wouldn't, wouldn't be happy with this. Right, right. It's different when you have the live person there who maybe at a different point in their life because they live longer and are older right. that they're going to be a lot more relaxed Reflective, about it. Reflective, yeah. Yeah, and and so... Well, I, no, you're right. The people who are alive are more relaxed than people who have lost their loved one are now far more Right, reflective. so it's not now it's not the individual. It's their, you know, wives or widows right. or whatever that, that have to give... George's son was oh involved. Oh my God, who looks just like him. Sounds not far off from it him either. It looks exactly like him. Yeah. It was kind of scary. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's... it's uh, I think that, you know, their involvement really made it so good. And I think that that's where Viva Elvis 
tripped up. Ah, do you want to explain why? Because either Lisa Marie or what's-her-name wasn't in it? They weren't as involved in the process, uh, only in the approval process. And there were things about the original show, which, unfortunately, we never got the DVD because we weren't really that into it. And, and I don't know if they actually covered it in the same way. It has been widely reported that there were things about the show that were just straight-up vetoed or were told, no, you can't do that. You can't you can't talk about that part of his life. You can't do something like, ah, that's a little too much there. No, you're okay, not well, apparently they should have been a little bit bit more involved in the creative process because well, that, that show was bad. Cirque won't ever openly say that that was the reason or attack them for whatever, but that is believed to be one of the reasons why. Oh, why it was Elvis. as bad as it was? Yes, exactly. Oh, yes. That's interesting. Yeah. That was more of the bitching behind the scenes, but nobody can officially say fucking anything because you're not going to piss off the, that fucking estate. Okay, so let's go into the reviews and the rating. So Vegas Mate gave it a rating of four out of five chips. I don't even know if we need to. Do there we even no need point to say to this? Do this whole little drama. It's, if, if you don't realize, it's I five have out of no five. idea what you're going to say Stop next. Stop listening to the show. <laughs> don't ever listen to it again because you are clearly dense. I don't care to. You're going to go back to the idiots' comments from the, the opening monologue, you know what? right? I maybe they are. That. The fact that they are listening to the show shows, in fact, that they are at least making the attempt to be less dumb. So, uh, <laughs> five out of five. I can't recommend this on any show I've ever seen in my entire life. No exaggeration. Whether you're a fan or not, you have to see this show. I mean, he. So, as a perfect example, Mark. We have been to see the Phantom of the Opera twice. And in that's, Toronto. That's the only time. Well, once in Toronto and then the, the scaled-down show in Vegas. But that's the only other show that Mark has been like, yeah, I'll go see this again. Oh, no, you went to go see Wicked twice. Wicked was a quality show, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've seen that one like three times. But, um, yeah, for, so for him to, to be willing to go see this, number one, it's Cirque, which he has openly said Cirque scares the crap out of him. Yeah. But then, you know, just to go see a show five or six times? We, we haven't... I don't remember how many we times it is. We don't officially know. We think it's five. It might be six. It will be after this... After learning about this shit. Well, but yeah, look, because we're, we're taking Alistair. Yeah. Come on. Well, then there's the Alistair. Then there's the whole VIP thing. Remember? Behind the scenes. Oh, so that'll be at least six and seven. Seven. Yeah. Okay. So, there you go. <laughs> go see this show. Best show ever. Yeah. <laughs> that should be the title of this review. <laughs> So that was our review of Beatles Love at the Mirage. As always, we encourage you to go out and experience these things for yourself. Please don't take our word for it. Food and drink prices, hours of operation, and happy hour deals are all subject to change. Be sure to check with the property for the most up-to-date information. Check out 360VegasReviews.com for show notes. And since they won't allow us to take pictures during the show, we will have a promo video advertising the production. Yeah.